The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Testing. Testing? 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 What's going on? It's legit bat. Got Joe here, Jen here, Ben's not here, and we won't even comment on that like usual. But we do have Kyle from the Big Dumb Podcast. He's showing up to co-host with us. And our special guest, Kalel Kiano, who is at 24 on Instagram. I'll put his stuff up in the links here and on the uh, ticker and whatever. Kyle's nice. rocking a fucking wife beater tonight. What's I up? Dude, you, you're looking very Texas tonight. Oh, it's right. just a tank well, top. It looks like a tank top. It's a Nike wife beater. <laughs> it's a Nike wife beater. I feel like that actually is fitting. Yeah, my dad works out a lot and I don't and he just, you know, any clothes that don't fit him anymore, like when his muscles get too big, he just gives them to me. So uh, I, I look like I used to work out. That's kind of how it goes. So yeah. yeah, you're a little flabby. Uh-huh. It's fine. How does Thank that you. feel? And he's like, sorry, my muscles are too big for this shirt. Why don't you take it? Well, I don't have to buy clothes very often. So, cause he just keeps growing. So, but thanks for having me guys. As always, uh, uh, big dumb here, Kyle, uh, your uh, stand in co-host anytime, anywhere, any place almost couldn't make it tonight. One, because I was making wieners and two, because, uh, Joe forgot to invite me. So <laughs> we're have here. You seen my wiener? <laughs> I did. I forgot to send him the link, and he. I'm like waiting for him. Like motherfucker, where are you at? And he's like, dude, did you send me the link? I'm like, oh, uh, nope. Yes. So, but we we showed up. Here we are. We're, We're here. all here. We made it. And uh, Kalel is. So it's at. I'm gonna put it in the ticker thing, but it's culture with a K24 on Instagram, and he's always dropping the the most fire fucking memes and things about. Uh, hidden history and the ridiculousness of race and all that stuff. You can't really see him. Uh, Kellel is a black man and he blends in with his screen right now and we can't really see him, but it's Very fine. Cool. He's, he's a beautiful man. Cool. And uh, there you are. Oh, look, we can see hey, you. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? Anyway, so dude, introduce yourself. Uh, tell us what you do, how you got into this weird conspiracy game slash truth or whatever the fuck you want to call it. How, how did you get into this? Uh, we were talking pre-show about reading encyclopedias for fun, so it's a good starting point. Let's go off that. Uh, all right, all right. I want to say peace to your listening audience. Uh, thank you very, very much for reaching out. Um, I'm very thankful and appreciative to be here. Um, how I got into all of this was 9-11. Um, when 9-11 happened, I was 20 years old. Uh, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Um, I was living in Detroit and it was a very rough time for me, uh, spiritually, but I didn't know that yet because I had absolutely no idea what spirituality was. Even though I studied to be a pastor, <laughs> I was about six years old. But, uh, you know, the the logic was always it for me. There's nothing else made sense. So 9-11 happens. Um, I enlisted in the Army. Um, I was about six, 
six weeks away from uh, shipping out to Fort Bragg and a gas station uh, across the street from my apartment blew up because someone w- drove a car into it in retaliation for 9-11. Uh, this happened all over Metro Detroit at the time because, you know, gas lines, especially in city blocks, go under the entire block. So, you know, you uh, want to blow up a block. That, that was a nice, easy way to do it before they have the cutoff uh, valves that they have now. Um, I enlisted, and I was a news hound. I watched the news 24 hours a day. And I heard a story about how uh, Osama bin Laden had evaded capture at a U.S. military hospital in Pakistan. And I couldn't understand. <laughs> you know, like, uh, the U.S. Army allowed the number one most wanted person on the FBI's most wanted list to use their hospital and go. I'm, I'm, I'm not understanding something. I went to yeah. the... Um, Library the next day, the military history library in Dearborn. And I came across the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Uh, I never heard of that. I had never heard of false flag. I had never heard of um, the Freedom of Information Act. You know, um, and the wonderful thing about the Freedom of Information Act that most a lot of people don't get is they don't tell you when they um, release something, you know, they just do it. They just kind of add oh, this right. to the file. So if you, if you look, if you don't already know something about it to look, to know, to look, you're just going to spend your life looking through their, their file. Um, or, you know, someone who knows something, uh, long story short, that led me to 20 plus years of just research of things people don't want to know about. Um, Because that's essentially what we do. We're talking about the Encyclopedia Britannica. It's gotten to the point now to where you have that times a billion in the most raggedy phone. You know, everybody has a phone and it's, you know, the the archives of the world are at your fingertips, but so many of us still neglect to to use that. I mean, yeah. you know, give you a, a a real simple example. I don't pay for shit. I'm not I'm not paying for cable. I don't watch TV like that. If you gave it to me for free, I might try to find something, but I doubt it. But People don't even realize you can get cable TV for free. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna go you know, so far to tell you how, but I mean, if, if you are halfway tech at all, you know, these are the things people don't talk about. Uh, downloading from YouTube, you know, we, we have a fancy term for that called mirroring. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you download. I'm a, a that shit gets loaded. I'm gonna I'm take it. Number one, because I don't trust YouTube to keep it up, but I want my own copy. I don't, uh, I'm supposed to trust the internet uh, to always have these things. I'm bouncing around. I'm a little high, so uh, please forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are. Forgive it. <laughs> um, if I understood correctly from the um, podcast I, I, I teach before, you guys are flat earthers? So that's a rough one because I, I – I try not to identify as anything besides a straight white male. But uh, as far as the flat earth thing goes, it's hard to say, dude, because I don't know. And I, I haven't seen enough to sway me either way. We're, We're I mean, just open-minded. We don't really care. Someone could probably tell us tomorrow that the earth was flat or that it was definitely round. And we'd be like, cool. It doesn't really matter. It's just one of those things I wouldn't believe either side unless I went to Antarctica and saw the land beyond that or the hollow earth. You know, all these things that wrap into all this, it's it's hard to make up my mind one way or the other unless I've seen it myself. And the only thing we've seen is what we're shown through mass media and NASA and all that shit. So I, I'm not saying it's round. I'm not saying it's flat. I'm not saying it's not hollow. I just don't fucking know. So you know, I don't but try we're to... Open, we're open 
Yeah. We're open no, yeah, to I'm open to whatever. We had a whole flat earth debate on our show and actually the flat earth guy won hands down and we thought it was great. They have some great yeah. information. We're not trying to not whatever. We're trying to listen to whatever. It's very interesting to say the least, yeah. but everything that you've put, the shit that you've posted and uh, everybody in this community has posted or talked about, we've had people on so many times and it's very it's compelling. It's compelling to say the least that it is a flat plane and that we're in some kind of like hologram or electric universe or, uh, you know, the sky is a project. Who fucking knows? There's so much shit that wraps into this that it's hard to narrow it down to one fucking thing. And I'm actually really wary of anybody who does try to, you know, can reduce it down to one thing. And it's like, it is this one thing. I'm like, eh, maybe, but it, there's so much more than that. Kyle, what do you think about that? Well, I, I kind of agree on, on your take on that, Joe and Jen, that it's uh, – you can there's evidence on both sides, right? Um, and it's kind of hard to determine it. And honestly, I think um, it could very well be a uh, kind of a, d- a division mechanism to keep the community from coming together on certain things. Uh, but it's to me, it's fun to talk about. Uh, personally, I'm, I'm more of a hollow earth guy. And that doesn't, so that way it's like, it could be flat or round, but it's still hollow underneath. I kind of look at it like maybe like a snow globe, like it's kind of rounded at the bottom, flat on the surface, but it's like a honeycomb underneath. I mean, there's uh, so much evidence for massive caverns, deep underground military bases, uh, the ant people from the ancient Hopi Indians. I mean, that's, I think the more, more evidence ports, uh, points towards a hollow earth. And so that's kind of no one gets mad at you when you say the earth is hollow because they're like, yeah, it could be, you know, but it, when you bring up well, flat earth with certain people, too. they, that's a conversation we've had before too, about how the hollow earth works on both models. It works on the globe and the flat model. The, the weirdest thing, the more that you think about a globe earth spinning around at thousands of miles through the universe and just fucking spiraling out into, and then you see the same stars in the same place every night. That's the one thing that gets to me every time I think about a globe earth. I'm like, that does sound fucking ridiculous to think of it like that. Like it makes way more sense that we're just a stationary plane who fucking knows where, but everything else is made up. NASA's photos are made up. Like, sorry, I cut you off, but go ahead. Who me? Yeah, I thought oh, I cut you off. No, you're, you didn't. You didn't cut me off, and you're the host of the show, so you can you can literally do whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather you guys talk. I'd rather smarter people talk. Hello, what do you think of all that thing? I know you're you're pretty much a flat earther, right? Um, it, it, I don't like labels either. But if I had to, <laughs> so uh, I would I would I would graciously uh, take flat earther. But there's. There's a lot of evidence why. I, I understand the confusion most people have. I understand the confusion most people have with most things. Because um, we were all once most people. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but um, what made it difficult for me is I, I'm a, I'm a uh, sci-fi nerd. You know what I mean? So, you know, comics, anime, movies, you name it. Oh yeah. Um, so you know, um, space is a vacuum, and it's cold as fuck out there, and you know, what I'm saying? all all these kinds of things, and none of that's true. You know, to to prove that the Earth is quote unquote flat is actually very simple. The hard part for most people is what goes along with that. So that means. You are the center of the universe, not the galaxy, but the universe. And we have to redefine that term. We are geocentric, which means the sun is actually within our atmosphere, which is actually what you see. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like that motherfucker is not 93 million miles away. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it can't be. That wouldn't even make sense. Um, and as you bounce through different schools of thought, as far as religion goes, you'll get pieces of that and you'll eventually end up at the same point. But with sci-fi, 
you want there to be outer space. You want there to be aliens. You want there to be, you know, blah, blah, blah. So the, the realization that there's no aliens, that there were no dinosaurs, that there was no evolution, uh, gravity doesn't exist, you know. And the ocean, you know, water alone should be enough to curb anybody's um, quote-unquote lo- logic about what they think they know. Because the, the problem I have with the globe people um, is, you know, tell me one thing. Just give, just give me one fact that proves that it's a globe. At this point in time, with supposed moon landings and, you know, they're still making moon movies. <laughs> Somebody should be able to tell me something, but they can't. You know, there's no, the fact that we can even ask the question should be enough. You know, yeah, because a lot of the, uh, I've talked to great friends of mine that have, they're uh, absolute round earthers, I mean, uh, globers, whatever, but they're, they can't argue it, but they won't is the problem. So I have yet to meet one good friend that wants to come on the show and argue for globe earth. They won't do it because they think it's Hell no. it's so ridiculous. It's so out of their purview of things to argue about that. They don't want to do it. They don't want to come on and be like, no, argue scientifically. I want to hear it. Like, I'm not, I'm not anti you. I want to hear about this. Like, please right. tell me. Please dissuade me from this flat earth craziness. Like, please. But nobody does. It's because it's so comfortable. It's so comfortable to just trust the science and believe what people tell you. I hate to say that. We've all grown up. (laughs) We did. We all, we like, we were all once those people. We were. Where it was like, oh, yep, I just believe this and it's fine. It's no big deal. We didn't question anything. We didn't have to. We had other things on our mind. But as you get older and experience things, then you start to question it, and then you start to see the repercussions that come from questioning it, where you're, you and see that's people even getting banned and yeah. canceled just for asking questions about whether the Earth is round or flat. If it was so stupid, why are scientists and NASA and you know uh, the government condemning it so hard? Why is the media coming down on it so hard if it's so dumb? They're not like they they take a lot of time to attack these people for just asking a question. That's why I like the more philosophical look at this, where it's not like, oh, because of eight inches of curvature per square mile or whatever. No, fuck off with that. Like, look at the whole thing. Look at how we're raised and how we're told that this is how things are and the 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 amount of space movies and science fiction, like you were talking about, Kalal, in, into movies and uh, TV shows and all that stuff. It's like space. It goes on forever and ever and ever. And you're just one little speck here. And that gets into way more kind of almost religious territory where you're like, wait a minute, are we just one little speck that just happened to appear after billions of years? And we're just on this floating rock that just spins around somehow at thousands of miles an hour around the sun. You know, it just, it gets into these weird uh, areas. Well, Kyle, you look like you're bursting yeah. at the seams there, bud. No, no, no. You're, you're, <laughs> Uh, uh, sorry, I just ate a, uh, ate a bunch of meat. I'm about to pop. I got, I got a sound for that. Hang on. Put him, uh, put, put, oh, the the one word go. to describe America. That's it right there. But I was I was gonna say going off of what what you all have said is that uh, yeah, yes, Jen, it is it is comfortable to just not uh, be, because we were and like Kalal said, like we were all those people at one point. And it's just, it's the programming, right? And we've never, just because we learned it when we were kids, everybody agrees on it, but we never actually took the time to rationalize our thinking on it. And so that's why people won't come on the show and talk about it, Joe, is because they don't want to actually have to rationalize what they've learned or what they believe uh, because that's that's the hardest part, right? Is actually rationalizing to yourself and to and to be able to put it into words and explain it to somebody. That's when it becomes uh, a challenge, right? Because you, you, it, it's easy to go, well, it's just how it is. You're dumb. You don't no. Explain it to me. Rationalize it to me. Because I know uh, tons of flat earthers who will rationalize it to you. They will. They have taken the time and broke down their own uh, preconceptions of everything. To be able to right, rationalize, sides, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but that's a hard journey that it's not necessarily an easy thing to go down, and that's why, like you, I think you and I, Joe, we kind of ride the fence because 
I, I can't I can't go one way or the other just because I've rationalized both sides. You know what I mean? So right. It, but if you don't, I think that's what you're getting at. Is that yeah. it's kind of an ego thing where I've seen that with some of my friends uh, who listen to the show. Shout out to you. You know who you are. Fuckers. But it's like a any time we have like a flat Earth debate or anything that that reaches into the fringe of uh, quote believability. It's like a shutdown. It's like, I'll listen to it because you're my friend, but it, I, this is ridiculous. Well, it's your, like, your no. friends listen to your show? That's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I have a couple friends that do listen. I don't know fucking why. But, but I, think, I think what they're doing, though, is they don't want to have to delve into the opposite side. So instead of arguing for their side, in order to do that, they would have to shut down. They would have to look into the other side so hard to prove it wrong. And then they might actually find something there that they find believable. And they don't want to do that. That's where the ego thing is, where it's scary. scary. It's scary to everything they've grown up with, everything they've believed their whole life. And they're like, no, this is a thing that's just set in stone. I know this to be a fact. And it's comfortable to know that this is a fact. Because my parents said so. Well, and, you know what's more fun to me is realizing that literally everything is a lie. That's way more exciting to me that I'm like, oh, my God, what can I question next? Like, is this co- yeah. uh, probably not? Who fucking knows? Well, and, and Joe, God. it's also the uh, you said the philosophical aspect of all of this is much more uh, is, is the more important question. Right. Because uh, once you realize that the place we live on is perhaps not what we're we uh, know to or believe it to be that opens up so many things about who we are as a people as individuals as a as a species right it opens up so many questions where did we come from why are we here uh versus you know random chance that we all just kind of popped that into being in this infinitely expanding place so it does the the philosophical aspect is is uh beyond anything else rather than just facts or uh, experiments or anything. I think that's a hundred percent why we're here though. And I've talked about this ad nauseum to figure it out, but yeah, no, I don't think it's, I don't think it's malicious. So I don't think the fact that the earth is round or flat is malicious. I don't care if NASA is real or fake. I don't care if our president is really elected or not. I think all of it is distraction because no, it's all God, secondary. The creator, yeah. whatever it is, it wants to have an experience. So we're just living this life experiencing, and that's what spirituality is, realizing we're all part of the same thing, and our whole point is to just have an experience. And we have to navigate through all of these crazy experiences that might suck or might not. Are we being lied to? Is this bad? Is this good? Who knows? And it's, adding and it's to like the, a roller coaster. Adding to the collective Akashic Records, whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. adding to all the human knowledge. But uh, Kalel, sorry, the white man has been talking way too long. Yes. You, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> nah, y'all good. That, uh, that's a, a really uh, um, valid point y'all just hit on. Um, it's uh, in a way, y- y'all kind of um, fed up where I was going. Uh, going to, I could be long winded. Um, this realm, depending on how you want to look at it, because no matter what, it's going to boil down to uh, perspective. So the experience thing yeah you're a a thousand percent correct that's definitely exactly what it is but that's on one level on another level you've got people now we've come to a point where time doesn't exist anymore what the fuck does that mean well (laughs) There's a great series called Zero Point. Um, I think it's still on YouTube. If it's not, it's on Rumble. You know, it's it's, it's out there. That's like four or five of them. I'll fuck you. It's awesome. Um, but to boil it all down, time literally ran out because it's not linear. You know, it's it's uh, cyclical. Um, those are the cycles. That's why every fucking thing repeats itself. You want a good example of that? Look at uh, JFK and uh, Abraham Lincoln. All right. Uh, look at all the shit they got. You know what I'm saying? Um, because time has run out, 
what took us lifetimes to learn, someone can learn in like a fucking week. If they truly apply themselves and they're hungry, you know, for, for the knowledge like that. It takes no time. Um, that's real evident in some of these crystal children over there on TikTok. There's a lot of fucked up shit on TikTok. Don't yeah. get it twisted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? However, there's some really, really um, next level um, youngins over there um, that's really um, showcasing what the fuck people can do and people um, think it's a gimmick or, you know, whatever. And maybe they should. But uh, you can learn so quickly. You know, if if someone just applies themselves as far as, you know, breaching, uh, being ostracized or, uh, you know, what someone might say about them, uh, all the better. But yeah, I think know, we're all beyond being uh, concerned with being ostracized. We're all in the public here. Like you're a part of it now as well. But uh, Kyle can agree with me. Like you're going to we just talked about this earlier too, like being ostracized. I don't fucking care anymore. I'm just trying to get it. What's going on too, like right in your face, not not just, not just in the podcast community when it's right up in your face. That's really, really challenging for us as people because we're trained to save face, to have an ego. Yes, yes. absolutely. We're trained to do everything. Right. And when we can let that go and say, I actually don't care and not care, there is such a freedom to that that a lot of people don't have. That's true. Um, the ego is a motherfucker because your your entire conscious mind itself is the ego. Um, this entire reality is based on the ego, especially here in the West, like it's not that our society has become uh, narcissistic. It has always been narcissistic. You know what I'm saying? They just yeah. didn't have a term. They, they just didn't use the term as freely back in the day because it would have been so much more insulting as opposed to you know now where you can just say well, whatever the fuck you want as long as you're not talking about the uh, alphabet people. Uh, forgive me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> I know what you mean. Right. You see what I'm saying? You mean the CIA? Um, <laughs> no, I fucking no, fuck them. They, I've been on, I've been on their, their fucking list. Jesus, since I was a fucking kid, I guarantee you. But no, well, no, exactly. the, um, obviously you've been on a list, dude. Come on, I mean, let's be real here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they still, they still trade me on motherfucking Wall Street to this day. Oh yeah. What do you think about that shit? That whole. Uh... You know, trading our uh, social security numbers and birth certificates and all that stuff because I know you're into that stuff too. Oh, I'd love to hear and and I I, I checked out your profile, Khalil, uh, just a second ago, and uh, it mentions the the Moors, and that's something that I've been super fascinated with. Uh, and a lot of the I follow several people who identify as uh, uh, Moors, and uh, they are very big into that kind of sovereignty thing and i know some you know you see those videos on youtube of people getting pulled over and being like i don't have to give you shit and then they ended up they ended up just getting arrested but there i know there is a right way to do it and the moors uh as a group they seem to have a good handle on it so i like joe said i'd love to hear what you have to say about that um well well uh first and foremost i i appreciate you saying that um the way you said um, what I mean by the way you said it is, um, you said, um, that group, and I'm not going to get too, um, particular, but, um, that's, that speaks a lot of the Morris community, um, as far as social media goes right now, because once again, it's kind of thriving, which is always a good thing. Um, it was, it had kind of languished for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's coming back now. I, I, I know for a fact, everything they say primarily is true. 
Um, the interesting thing about the Moors is they know how to ride a wave. Um, they were the original pirates, so that kind of makes sense. Um, well, why don't you give us a quick breakdown of what the Moors is for anybody who doesn't know, because I'm not real familiar with that. I've heard it uh, a couple times, but break down what exactly the Moorish people is for anybody who may not know. Moor is a term for, uh, quote-unquote, African-American, black, Negro, colored, um, nigga, nigger. You can say it a million different ways. More can with I, the can I identify as Moorish, though, or am I not the right color for that? <laughs> I don't think you can, um, Joe. <laughs> well, now, see, see, black and white is actually a status. So and, um, if, you, if you go back to the original meaning of the word black, it actually meant pale. So technically Weird. speaking, you would be black and I would be white. Um, I reflect uh, sunlight a little easier than uh, than uh, some um, Caucasian. Uh, yeah, we get skin cancer. I don't. I, I've never heard of black people with a real high level of skin. Yeah, cancer. that's yeah. You know, um, it doesn't really. You know, <laughs> it doesn't really happen like like that. Um, what I've noticed is because white people were supposed to be grafted back in. And I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not sure how familiar y'all are with the story of Yaku. Um, not at all. Or Jake. Uh, Please know, expound. Um, well, in, in the Bible, if uh, you're familiar with that at all, is uh, Jacob, but it would actually be Jacob because, mm, or, okay. or Yaqub, because there was no J. Um, he, they pass it off as an allegory, where the, um, he used the speckled sheep, and then um, in order to get the uh, all white, non-blemished sheep, uh, and and kept kept going and kept going and, and separated the race and and created the quote-unquote white race. Um, Master Farad Muhammad in the Nation of Islam taught that. Uh, Elijah Muhammad, Farrakhan taught that. Um, the 5% Nation teaches that. Um, regardless, um, as far as the Moors go, the Moors w were the kings during the so-called Dark Ages. So during the Dark Ages is when they were actually civilizing uh, what we what we now know as uh, Europe, uh, Spain, Portugal, France. Um, the bubonic plague killed so many people because of the filth, you know, uh, if you know anything about Europe, especially France, uh, the way they used to deal with their waste is they would just throw it out in the street. Um, and, you know, they didn't exactly have trucks that came and pushed that shit along somewhere, you know, <laughs> just got stayed there. Um, you know, they would have butchers and markets and all these things, and then it would rain. You know, I mean, it's it it horrible. Uh, disease, rats, uh, they're in, in the house with animals, you know. Uh, now with dogs and cats, it's a little, a little different, you know. Most people, I would like to think, uh, you know, clean their pets, but not everybody. But in those days, that's what wasn't happening. Uh, and they, they had to be taught different. Um, music in its chords uh, to heal the human body. Uh, uh, the Renaissance, uh, the Medici's. I mean, you know, there's there's a, a, a lot. I mean, there's a lot there. You know, that's that's a a, a fun vein um, for anything. 
Yeah, that that ties into the whole Tartaria thing. I just went and peed, but uh, yeah. what you were talking yeah. about, yeah, uh, the the healing vibrations and all that shit with the cathedrals, and that's that's a whole right. other show. But we we've done a lot of. Uh, kind of kind of tapping into that with Matt from the Great Deception who's in the chat how's it going buddy and it, that's such a weird thing at least in the last couple of years that has popped up in this community where everybody's looking into like the 1800s specifically and yeah. also it, all of history it, Ben I wish Ben could have made it tonight cuz he would have gone off on this but he's he's very firmly of the belief now that the 1800s and before that were just bullshit. Like everything yeah. was just complicated. And I, I don't know what to think about that. Cause that's one of those ego things where I'm like, no, I know exactly that the, the dark ages were the 1500s and the 1600s. And then uh, Columbus came over a white guy or Spanish, whatever the fuck and discovered America who there was nobody here except for everybody who fucking lived here before that. And, um, then you get into the old Roman, uh, you know, construction of the buildings and the Kyle, you know what I'm talking about. I know, you know what I'm talking about. Well, the, I know that the, the, Roman the Romans architecture in, the, in like the, in uh, England, the Romans were there before the Saxons and a lot of the Saxon, uh, you know, the reason why the, uh, like major cities of London or of the, of England are where they are is because they were built on old Roman forts because uh, the Romans had conquered uh, England uh, hundreds of years before the Saxons settled there. So um, I, so people for throughout history have always just been building on top of what was already there, uh, whether because they're lazy or it just saves time or they don't know how to recreate something like that. Uh, and I think, you know, as far as like the Moors go, they were uh, – I, I'm pretty sure from the little research I've done, they were in America before uh, Columbus. Um, and there's even some theories to say that, you know, the Native uh, Native Americans were actually of African descent. They were actually uh, black for uh, for the most part. And so um, I know the Moors history, it's it's. It goes back far. I mean, the, most people only really know what that word means from Shakespeare, from Othello. Uh, if you have read Shakespeare, but uh, it's interesting because I think, uh, man, there's there's so much there because they were kings, they were uh, a, a a powerful people, and it's not necessarily like a, a bloodline thing. It's more of like a, a a lifestyle, how you identify it. And correct me if I'm wrong, Khalil, on this, but just in the little research I do, that that's kind of the mindset of it. It's like you know where you come from, and so you're able to uh, tap into that. Um, but yeah, as far as the architecture goes and things like that, I think there's, we, people have been doing that forever. You know what I mean? Just rebuilding on top of, uh, old shit. Yeah. And that gets in the whole mud flood thing too, which is, again, we did a whole episode on that, which was very controversial and people, uh, I, I heard a lot of shit from that one and think whatever you want about that stuff. But really, I feel like people love that one. No, they didn't know. There's a lot of people that loved it and a lot of people that pushed back on it. I'm like, dude. This is Just one dude's idea. Like, we had Ari Oselin on. I'm like, this is this dude's idea of what happened. Why are you giving me shit for this? But it, it <laughs> You're platforming really matter, people like, with misinformation. You're platforming them, Joe. Yeah. No, we're just talking about stuff. We're just retards talking about stuff. Like, stop. But that's a different Well, I mean, it could have been, for sure, if there was some amazing technology that they had that they pulled out and then restarted civilization in the late 1800s, possibly... They definitely figured out how to fucking control us with media. They have that down. That's what they did with the narrative, for sure. It's like they practiced, 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 and then we're the test. Like, we're the full, like, test. Yeah, and, I mean, Kala, you, you have to know this. I, I know I've seen posts from you about this, but, like, the whole the divisiveness of this whole narrative. Like, I'm not even talking about COVID or Black Lives Matter or anything like that, but it kind of plays into everything, right? Like all of this stuff plays into each other. And even most recently, the snake venom thing with COVID and the <laughs> snake venom, that's dividing us up further. There's so much divisiveness. It's di it's subdividing every fucking genre you can imagine. Black and white is one thing. Like they've been trying to divide black and whites forever. And whether that's for 
a good reason or not. Who fucking, I don't care, but there's so many things that have been subdivided since then. What do you think of what the recent happenings, like the, the more it gets detailed down to these subdivided cultures where you have conspiracy theorists, we're all in one team or whatever. And then all of a sudden snake venom comes out and now we're on different teams. Like, I, I don't even understand what's going on anymore. The <laughs> more I see this shit, the more I just kind of want to like tune out and walk into the woods and like, uh, you know, blow your brains out. out there. Yeah. Oh. I just don't want to oh, be around okay. anybody. Okay, <laughs> go, go, happen, man. go in the woods with t- uh, two shotgun blasts. Yes. Wait, I have a drop for that. Hang on. Come on, man. There you go. There you go. It's going to happen, man. You know what I'm saying? For for one reason or another, it, it will always be something. They're going to shoot somebody, kill somebody for the niggas. You know what I'm saying? They're going to uh, defame somebody and bring them out uh the fucking closet. Or fucking revamp some old shit like Wolverine's bisexual now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, like it's it's all it's always gonna be something to push your fucking buttons from one angle or another if you allow it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's a great fucking learning tool. You get to a point where you know you become unoffendable. You know what yes. I'm saying? Or at least you strive. I fucking strive to be. You know what I'm saying? That if might be I, the title of the show, dude. Unoffendable. That is a great way to live right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you have to be. Because this world's going to fucking poke you with a stick, especially if you look like me. You know what I'm saying? And Like it or not, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, now the... um what you were saying about um, the Moors and Tartaria. The interesting thing about that is the Moors have been talking this Tartaria shit forever. But, you know, it, it just, you know, like I said, they know how to ride a wave. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the, the, tar- the Tartaria shit is so, it's so much fun for me because there's so many different aspects to it. Um, What's your favorite aspects of it, though? Honestly, um, I, I went to private school uh, up until high school, right? Uh, and they fucking made me read the um, list of American literature classics. You know, Anne of Green Gables. Um, <laughs> Uh, Huckleberry Finn, Tom Sawyer, um, Little House on the Prairie, um, Gulliver's Twist, Oliver's Travel, all that shit. Yep. Interesting thing about all them fucking books is the main character is always an orphan. Right? So and that's what, all from the 18... All those books you just mentioned are like 1800s books, right? Exactly. So what the fuck was the narrative? <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's blatant. You know, pull yourself up by your fucking bootstraps and, you know, shine and, you know, this motherfucker ain't got nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all, all that kind of shit. Um, and... There's so many tales in those fucking books. Um, Alone, you get into uh, Radium and how, you know, some of these fucking mansions, uh, exquisite sites, and these fucking fireplaces that aren't fireplaces. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But they do strange things when you play the organ in the other room. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many, the orphan trains, um, the underground railways that have always been there, these cities, these world fairs that they fucking destroyed, these whole cities that were always there. See, the history before that, that's where it's at. 
So do you think the 1800s were kind of a reset like they're trying to do now? Because I, I, the more we learn about the 1800s, the more I'm like, they're doing the same thing now. They, TM, you know, the big capital T-H, them, they're doing the same thing now. They're trying to reset everything, and they're, in my opinion, trying to get rid of a fuckload of us, and they're doing a good fucking job. And they're reducing the population, reducing future population. We talked about this last show about how the fertility, all this stuff. Like they're they're doing Our a good fucking job. No, I know. That's what we're reading. The people they're trying to kill are the people who are reading those books, not it possibly. Not our kids. Yeah, they have our kids into TikTok and into into the Oculus and into the metaverse. They don't want our kids reading at all. No, it just seems like it's a cyclical, like you were talking about earlier, where there's. And we've talked about this ad nauseum as well, where everything is cyclical. But if you look at the bigger cycles, there's something we're missing here. There, we're missing a some something that's going on. We're missing a, a portion of what the the cycle is about. And I don't I don't even know what to think about it. It's it's beyond my dumb comprehension. We just get drunk and talk to people, but we're still trying to figure this out. Kyle, what do you think? I I mean go. There- <laughs> uh, there's a lot to this, and I think uh, I agree with Khalil that the the most interesting aspect of that was is the orphan aspect of of the whole Tartaria mystery. Um, but you know, with record keeping, it's you kind of have to where where does that fit in, right? Where when does when do records start happening after a reset? When do when does history? What aspects of the previous history are carried over, um, or is it just a f- like blank slate? That's something that I still haven't kind of figured out yet when it comes to this topic. But I find it all uh, interesting. I mean, I, I watched that eight hour documentary just like you guys did the five hour one and then the eight hour one. I watched both of them and I'm yeah. just like, oh my god, whatever Ar- Arawan or something like that. Whatever his name on. on you are an on or something. or something. Yeah. Uh, Khalil there's knows. Like, there's like three more hours. There's 2.1, 2.2, and 2.3. Well, shit. I know I what I'm doing that. tomorrow. <laughs> I know. I got new stuff to watch. <laughs> yeah. So with all I'm this. I'm better call Saul. Hey, yeah, actually. That, mother, I'm, that, I'm, that I'm, motherfucker's bad, man. Oh, he. Dude, that motherfucker's the, bad. He does great. He does great. Uh, and I love his voice, too. Look. What <laughs> is this? Look yeah, at right. that. I don't think so. I don't think so. You need to pull some of oh, yeah. that for your drops, dude, for your sound drops. Dude, I want to know I, what I he's smoking. That's what I'd like to he's, know. He's a fucking uh, n- notification on my fucking phone. <laughs> Anytime he drops something, it, it lets you know, dude. That's Hey, everyone, subscribe to that guy. He does good stuff. But, yeah, man, as far as all this stuff, Tartaria is one of those things that, I think, Joe, you said this, it, it ties into so many things. Like, you know how we're labeled as, like, that meme of Charlie from uh, uh, It's Always Sunny, like, connecting all the dots, like, who the fuck is Pepe? Uh, I mean, Tartaria is the strings, I think, that connect all of these all of these dots because it, it almost everything in our conspiracy kind of uh, realm can kind of be tied back to Tartaria in a way. And, but that or what they that, call Tartaria, yeah, and that and that puts a flag up for me too because I'm like, oh, this might be a, a plant in the community. Every time, anytime something like this happens in the community, I'm always like, ding, 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 which Fed dropped this on us? You know what I mean? Just because it it it's so uh, powerful and so fascinating. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I I and I it's one of those topics too that you can't spend enough time on it it's just it goes so deep like when i had uh mark from my family thinks i'm crazy on to talk about it i thought we were going to talk about the european aspect of it the russian aspect of it and he goes no this shit was in north america like in the the native americans were part of tartaria uh south america i mean all this architecture that it, it's all connected that's one of the newest things I've seen. Yeah, yeah is that, that Egypt uh, was a part of North America, or that America was actually the old world and it's yeah. not Africa or whatever. Like, no, no throwing shade at Africans, Kalel, but like, uh, apparently, no, like, fuck Africa. America's not the newest. <laughs> he said, "Fuck <laughs> Africa." Yeah. Allow me to clarify that. Fuck Africa. 
<laughs> yeah, you heard it. Um, <laughs> nah, nah, I, I love Africa. I really do. But we didn't come from that motherfucker. And Africans will tell you. That, you know what I'm saying? They'll be the first one. You're not African. You're not African. You are not from here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'll tell you the heartbeat. Uh, the whole architecture thing is a motherfucker because it's all over the earth. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what continent you're on. It doesn't matter um, what the so-called culture, what the color, whatever. It's everywhere. Um, yeah, how is that um, possible? Seriously. It, with the way history is presented, how the fuck is that possible? Well, that's why history is presented the way it's presented. It's, just, it's, it's complete and utter bullshit. Complete and utter bullshit. And it's sold to you, you know, for a reason. Um, Hollywood came about the way it came about for a reason. You know what I mean? They showed you uh, Birth of a Nation, <laughs> which literally gave birth to the KKK. Yeah. With, ho- with Hollywood. You know what I mean? And, you know, they they continue to do it in one way or another. But as far as Tartaria goes, you got to ask yourself, how are people who were expelled from, what, 120 different countries uh, came to create the mass media that we still use today? Yeah, because supposedly, according to history, it says they they ran it for thirty years, and then something happened. You know. <laughs> what do you mean by that? I I know there was uh, Tartaria expel. You know, they were expelled from. Are you talking about Tartarians, like the people being expelled from the, these countries? Is that what you're talking about? Well, that's that's a part of it as far as the the image. That was that was sold. Okay, but what was actually done? You, you see what I mean? Okay, so like, so I'm if I'm gonna just be real. I'm just I'm just gonna be real. The the institutions that people put trust in um, don't give a fuck about you or your children. No, I yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they don't. And I'm not saying that to scare nobody. I'm not saying that to you know to demean nobody who who you know works within those realms. But you know, it is what the fuck it is. You know what it is. And we see it every day. Um. That said, there's a reason you got hundreds of thousands of children that go missing every year. Motherfucker, how? Everybody has a cell phone. Everybody's so fucking worried about these goddamn chips. Oh, they're going to, they're going to chip us. They're going to, well, maybe, maybe your ass should get chipped. I'm not telling you to get no fucking vax because I would never get no fucking vaccine. So don't twist my words. I'm, I'm, Kind of uh, using an uh, allegory here, but give a fuck for real. Because until we give a fuck about that, nothing else fucking matters. It's, a, it's all theater. You know what I'm saying? Like this, uh, yeah. I don't know how, you know what I'm saying? You know, this uh, war shit. I want to, you know, shout out no names. I don't want to get in no, get no trouble. Well, yeah, I would th- totally get you. Like that's that's pretty much it, Kyle. Sorry. No, you're good. I was just gonna say that that is a good point. That you know that the whole you know hundreds of thousands of, of missing children just in this country alone that gets swept under the rug. And and I think you're right. If <laughs> I get what you mean, saying maybe you should get chipped. Like maybe we could actually find where these people end up. Like we could save these kids, or or at least find out who's doing this. Um, but 
but yeah, what nothing if you think about it, really that might be the biggest issue that no one's talking about. And everything else kind of just to to hide that fact, where did they go? It's not it's not easy to hide. I mean, if let's say Joe, like he said a minute ago, wanted to go fuck off to the woods, the IRS would find that motherfucker. They would find you in the woods, in your cabin, in your bear cave, with your fucking shotgun, hunting Bigfoot, whatever you're doing out there. They'd fucking find you to come collect their shit. But when a potential 800,000 taxpayers go missing, no one, you know, you think they'd want to get their fucking bread, you know? And so, I mean, obviously something bigger is going on with that, right? With kids, though, if you're going to get chipped, it's going to, there's going to be a cost. And if you have to get your kids chipped because they go missing and the parents don't give a fuck anyway, they're not going to pay the money to get their kids chipped because they already don't care. Right. I don't think it's loving parents whose who's kids go missing, per se. I think it's, uh, you know, immigrants, down, downtrodden I, I, people, uh, you know, crack babies, uh, you know, I think I, I would say it's 50. Yes, I'm sure there are some people who just don't care, but then there's people who just don't think about it. But if you're going to get everybody chipped... That would be a really hard thing to do. No, I wasn't yeah, advocating for yeah. chips either, but I was just saying that it is a good point that we all have these phones that track us and all this stuff. You'd think if a if a kid goes missing and he has, I don't know, even a i uh, an iPod or something like you can tr- an iPad, you can track that shit down one way or another. I mean, we know that the intelligence agencies can do that shit on our phones and everything, so. I don't know. I just it. I think Cologne made a good point that what the fuck is going on with this with with that situation? And it, does that tie into Tartaria too? Or are we, you know, just are they harvesting these kids or are they lining them up on the orphan trains to go, you know, colonize another part of the flat the Earth? Great reset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's called the Great Reset. Yeah, that whole thing that's going on. It, that's so, and that's not so, a conspiracy. That's real. So like. Um, until you learn how to duck a, a rock, <laughs> you're going to keep getting hit in the head with that same rock, right? So, Pinocchio, at the end of Pinocchio, he gets swept away to this island. You know what I'm saying? This little fantasy island. Pleasure Island. Smoking. Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Smoking cigars, drinking, you know what I'm saying, ale with his boy playing pool, you know what I'm saying? Then <laughs> he was ass out and turned into a donkey. <laughs> so into slavery. Whoa. Right? They're remaking that shit with um Tom Hanks. Oh, Hanks. oh, weird. Tom Hanks. No, <laughs> is he going to be Geppetto? He, yes, he's Geppetto. What a name! Wow, Geppetto. Well, I can't think of a better actor to to play that part. That's Disney. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Jesus. they're going to tell you until you get it, but people are still refusing to get it. They have to make Geppetto look like the most lovable person, so why not get Tom Hanks to do it for all of the people who don't pay attention? So lovable. I mean, yeah, that's that's how it works. You know what I mean? Um, The mass media, Hollywood, I don't know it's not what it once was like now they're just like doing shit just to do it. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're fucking with us at a certain point. Like I always oh, talk yeah. about this. I watched all, uh, Godzilla. Ver- oh, go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, no, that's right. All, all they're doing is fucking with it. Like, like literally, like, I mean, they've been fucking with us this entire time. Don't get me twisted. But like now, I mean, this remake after fucking remake, they can't think of anything. They can't Nothing think of fucking anything. Well, they're dialing it in. Everything they do, they're dialing it in and then taking a poll based on social media usage or whatever we post 
on anything. Or data analytics, exactly. everything. Yeah, that's what they're doing. And so they're dialing everything in and then the great reset will, will start as soon as they figure out how we have, how we've done, how we've performed as a species. We're hitting the, uh, the one hour mark here, Kyle, but what were you going to say? Oh, I was just saying they're, they're fucking with us about like, and I, the, the example from, from Hollywood was, um, the Godzilla versus King Kong, the new one, which I mean, it yep. was like they hit on mm-hmm. Antarctica, flat Hollow earth, earth, hollow earth, uh, blizzard Everything. people. And you know, the hero of the thing was a conspiracy podcaster, you know, like it's just, yep, it, it, so it was like a wink and a nudge and also a middle finger terror. Like they're just fucking with us at this point. So I, it's, it, it, I was just making an example to, to Khalil's point that this shit's just getting wild, you know? And like, you know, you got Joe Biden getting pooped on and he works on a <laughs> fake, the fake White House set and, you know, that nothing makes sense true. anymore. And it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. Everything is ridiculous. Oh, that might be the title of this episode. Shit. Everything's fucking fucked up. Dude, <laughs> we appreciate you coming on, dude. Uh, tell us or tell everybody else where they can find you and where we can get more Kalel. Cause uh, you might have to come back on again. Uh, well, um, I am on Instagram at culture with a K twenty four. Uh, you just type in Kilel Keanu, and you'll find me. Um, I greatly appreciate the invite. It has been a ball. I'm saying for sure. Oh uh, yeah, you gonna start your own podcast or what? Uh, if it's coming slowly but surely. Um, um, I, I've got a few like like stored up. Um, but to actually be current is going to be hard for me because I only give so much of a fuck about what. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking good <laughs> answer. You know yes. what I mean? Okay, we about get like. Uh, what actually happens, you know, throughout the course of the day. Like, you know, uh, I'm not watching the news. I'm not, you know, right. like, oh, oh my God. That's super fair. I 100% get that where you're like, okay, so we we need to talk to, we need to talk about spiritualism the next time you come on. But once you're tapped into yeah. that, there is only so much of a fuck you can give. And, and like, after that, yeah. it's like, me. Well, if, if if I could, like, okay, magic, right? Um, what we call magic is just reprogramming your subconscious mind, right? In order to make sense of a extravagant effect you have caused to come into being. Because any spell that you do is a cause that must have an effect. That's a law of science and nature. So it's not, you know, in nobody's spell book, even though it's a very good idea to read a grimoire or two. You lose him. I don't know. You cut out, dude. Are you there? Hello. Can you hear me? No, now we can. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, but to manipulate your space and time here, um, It gets to a point to where where you you don't have to think about it, like breathing. You know, unless you're trying to do something uh, specific. Yeah, it's kind of like muscle memory type of shit. Yeah, uh, fire breath. You know, uh, heavy breathing, deep breathing. Um, but once that's mastered, you can focus on other things and other realms. And that's what they don't want you to do. Because, you know, the the things that are common sense to most of us 
these people are still going to exist. And that's that's only natural, you know. They'll get yeah. it eventually because eventually, for most people, what hasn't happened yet is the arrow hasn't hit them in the heart yet, you know, for whatever it is they love, be it fly fishing, uh, basketball, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, NASCAR. Football. I think there's just too many people watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians and reading Yahoo News. I don't know about those people. Uh, they might people be people like fucking plastic. Oh, it's horrible. So gross. I know. It's horrible. Oh, it makes me sick. <laughs> well, dude, thanks for coming on. Kyle, let us know where we can find you. And I mean, we already know where we can find you, but. You can Say find it. me Say here on the Legit Bad Podcast. Uh, I'm go. the uh, I'm the uh, the uh, interim co-host. I've given myself that title. Uh, no one can take that from me. And uh, <laughs> you playing the music underneath? Uh, I just I, I have the need to be loved and liked, and uh, I barely manage that here on the show. So thank you guys. But but really, uh, the Big Dumb Podcast. Check it out anywhere. Uh, hopefully I'll be on Rockfin soon with you guys. We'll see how that goes. Um, I don't know if I'm, if how that works, but we'll see how that happens. But yeah, big dumb podcast, anywhere podcasts are found. Khalil, it was a pleasure to meet you, man. I like sausage. I do like sausage. Not as much as Ron likes sausage, but I do like sausage. (laughs) You're amazing. Thank you so much. Kyle is our best interim fucking host for real he's really You're the so, only one how old are you kyle i'm 20 I i'm 25. 25 joe's my dad yes oh cool i was 10 years old when i God had him damn it i have another stepson joe is my dad right. and ron he's is my buffer. ron is my grandpa ron from uh Wicked how Planet. buffy is with the the wife beater on though he's so buff you guys thank you so much thanks thank to everybody so in the much, chat yes. we will uh catch you next week sorry we didn't have a show this week. Uh, we had a cancellation, so we just said, fuck it. Fuck it. We're taking a break because we do this for free anyway. So fuck you, too. Anyway, thanks for listening. Love you, too. Uh, we appreciate it. Kalal, thanks for coming on. Kyle, thanks for coming on. And we will catch you guys next week. Indeed. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.